Hello, I'm Melvin O'Doom. Now, most of you know me as a radio and TV presenter where I've interviewed some of the biggest names in music and film. But you may not be as familiar with my not-so-successful dating career. Well, that's all about to change as I share the highs and lows of my love life in my own podcast, Melvin Meets His Match, brought to you by Tinder. I've invited some of my oldest and newest celebrity friends to help me improve my dating game, and Saturn tells me they're not going to hold back. So let's not hang around. Let's get into it. Right, so this week on the podcast, I'm joined by presenter and DJ Snoochie Shy. How you doing, Snooch? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's, I mean, it's always a pleasure. So Snoochie, do you know what this podcast is actually about? About dating, love, something that I'm so great at, apparently. Well, you uh, you <laughs> are, apparently. No, I'm um, not. <laughs> we're about to find out. So yeah. you're basically assisting me um, in basically giving some dating advice, right? Now, no mm-hmm. pressure. Are you, um, are you open to sharing your relationship status right now? Is that okay? Yes, I am open to share that. And what is your status? <laughs> My status is we're like, you know. We was in a relationship. Now we're kind of hanging out because we went on holiday. Now we're in a relationship. Now we're hanging out because we've been arguing. Right. But I think we'll probably still be in a relationship. So technically it's like a little bit of break. But you know when people say I want a break, but it's not really a break. You're just arguing. Okay, so it's a break, but you, you are, <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to do anything else with any other people on both oh, sides. Oh, hell no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you're both just vexed at the moment. Yeah. Do you know that there are some vicious rumours flying around that you've been married for five years? Yeah, I mean, I did see that, actually. This is, uh, I mean, it was news to me. It was definitely news to me. Obviously, before I went into the castle, a lot of people came out and said that I was married to Michael Dapper. I think the music video got taken very, very seriously. (laughs) I also heard that I was pregnant with Michael Dapper's baby (laughs) as well, and that would have been Jesus Christ's second. So I don't know (laughs) how that would have happened. But yeah, no, we're not married. (laughs) Oh my God, it's actually mad. You know, I feel like Michael's probably started these rumours himself. He's just posting stuff on social media. Because you are a lovely person. It would be nice to be like, have a fake marriage with with you. I mean, I would... Yeah, I mean, big up to everyone that has their weddings and stuff. But in the wedding that me and Michael did in the video, there was links aftershave there and body spray. And I'd want a little bit more than that. <laughs> now, you come across as someone who you would never have an awkward silence with. Now, I've heard uh, from the grapevine that you have like a unique ice breaking technique. Could you break yeah. this down for us? What, what is that exactly? <laughs> to be fair, right, with this guy now, I didn't actually use this one, but that is potentially probably why I was single for seven years. But my thing was, because I'm quite a shy person in real life, um, I get very, very awkward. So I feel like the best way to break the ice is just to fart on the first date. <laughs> to what? I really don't get to fart. <laughs> to pass with you. <laughs> okay. On the first date? Yes, to fart. Yeah, just to pass it out. Because it, it depends on which kind of vibe it is. Because for me personally, obviously it wouldn't be a silent one because the silent ones are silent but deadly and also it takes away from like the joke but if it's like a little bit of a loud one like a then that's fine because they don't smell either my loud ones don't smell so what and what's the setting is does this happen like dinner like at the cinema where would you like 
No, I would say it would be like once we're actually linking up. So I wouldn't do it in dinner. I've never done it actually at a dinner table because then, I don't know, that might be a bit too far because then he's going to think I'm a walking red flag because I'm just farting next to food. Then he's eating fart particles and stuff. So probably not that, but I would say like definitely like meeting up beforehand. That's fine. And I would also suggest in an open space because then they won't feel as bad about it. And I have done that before. And actually, the dates went really well. I don't know if, if, if a girl <laughs> farted in my presence. I don't know how I would feel about that. I'm, I'm quite a, a... I'm a bit of a clean freak. So I don't know. I feel like you're, you're too comfortable if you're farting in front of me. Yeah, but I love that. I just don't want I just don't want to be uncomfortable at all. I need to be comfortable on a date. Otherwise, the date's just not going to work. If I get any like awkward silence, awkward energy, like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what to say. And I start sweating and stuff. I just think that like, farting's better because you've already got a joke. And it doesn't even matter if you get friend zoned after that. You're still going to have a good date. You know, what? in a weird, twisted, snoochy, shy kind of way, I think it works on the basis that if you fart and that person sticks around, they genuinely like you, Snooch. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And then, then you know. Potentially if they farted back, that's never happened to me before, but okay. then I don't know because then I'd be feeling the pressure to go again. Now we're going to go back to back with farts and that might be a little bit too far. But um, yeah, I'm here for it. I've done it only twice though. I don't do it with everyone. I've done it twice. So you've only tested this theory twice? Yeah, and it's worked both times, although I didn't end up in a relationship with them. Now, you obviously, <laughs> you've, you've met a lot of, um, of rappers and you've interviewed a lot of artists. Have you tried this method of farting in front of any of them as a little icebreaker? Have I farted? I don't think I've farted in front of a rapper before. No, I haven't. <laughs> Could you imagine in the studio just fine? Now that the studio's one. thinking, no. <laughs> Oh my god, absolutely not. No way. I think actually if I fired in front of Heddy, he just wouldn't even say anything, actually. Uh, he's he's quite chilled, Heddy, isn't he? Yeah, I think he'd just be like, that's cool. Does anyone because I, I listen to we often listen to your show and the thing that I love about you is that you're always so comfortable with absolutely anyone. And it doesn't matter how hood or how gangster they are, you're always so cool, you're always so chill, you've got loads of really fun games. But I always wonder, does anyone make you nervous? Is there anyone on the list of celebrities that you've spoken to and artists and rappers that you're planning to meet that would actually make you nervous? I feel like, for me personally, it was um, gigs. I've actually never interviewed him on BBC, but I've kind of first started my career like stalking gigs around. Like when he went on holiday for a bit, I used to reenact his music videos to make it look like I was trying to stalk him and find him and stuff. Right. Um, and I remember the first time I met up with him after he was like back from holiday <laughs> and I was super nervous. I was like, so like, oh my God, it's gigs. Because also he's the Prime Minister of South London as well. He's like <laughs> the one of the Prime first Minister. people. No, he is, you know what I mean? He's like one of the first people that I started properly listening to when it came to like UK rap as well. And still to this day, every, like when I do see him out and stuff, I'm like, oh my God. Like even when I went to his um, Christmas dinner that he did, I was still like, oh my God, it's gigs. <laughs> so I'd say I'm always like nervous with gigs. And then who's another one? Oh, Rick Ross. When I interviewed wow. Rick Ross, um, where did I interview him? At Wireless Festival. But this is also potentially because I got told off by my boss, Big up each and every time. That is my guy. Um, just a couple minutes before. So I was actually on in tears. <laughs> right before you I got crying. in my ear. Yeah, I was crying my eyes out. Because I got told off and I'm very sensitive. But I was being like naughty. I was being quite naughty, actually. And he told me off. 
I'm quite sensitive, so I started crying. And then in my ear, it's like, Rick Ross is on stage, he's waiting for the interview. And I'm like, oh my God, run up. And also Rick Ross is one of my favorite rappers as well. So I started off nervous there, but then after that, I was good actually, he's cool. And he told me I'm single. Sorry, Rick Ross told me I'm single because I'm a boss. So this is great advice. Okay, this is great advice. Rick Ross said, um, you a boss, you call the shots on that. You're single because you want to. You need to find a boss to be with you so two bosses can come I, li I like that. There's so, the advice, Mel. So we're single because we're bosses, Snooch. Yes, yes. Okay. And we need to find boss energy. Now, a lot of people would um, know you from I'm a Celebrity and you struck a friendship with uh, Adam Woodyatt, <laughs> yes. a.k.a. Ian Bill. <laughs> Uh, you've also become friends with Jeremy Vine, who you do Goggle yes. Box with. Jezza. Now, Jezza is what you call him. <laughs> now, I'd like to know, have you taken both of them clubbing yet? I haven't taken... Wait, no, no. So I haven't taken them clubbing. Jezza's taken me out to dinner. So I've gone to dinner with Jezza. He's taken me to this... I think it was in Chelsea, actually. It was a nice French restaurant. So that was uh, quite interesting. And then he made me meet like a bunch of his mates as well. And I was like, this is lit. <laughs> Me and Jez are just out of his mates and that in the restaurant. So that was good. I was getting gin and tonics. Um, uh, Jez paid the bill. Big up to him each and every time. And Adam, me and Adam was actually discussing. We discussed about going to a drill um, show together. No so he way. was, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. I've met up with Adam. He's actually the only person I've seen, like, to meet up with since the castle. I went to one of his plays. And yeah, he wants to go to a drill concert and i'm definitely gonna take him uh, listen if that happens snooch please record document that footage i think that will go viral has he said what artist he wants to see no because this is the thing he doesn't really listen to drill so that's why i'm gonna take him and he actually said i'll be down to go to one so he knows what it is but he doesn't listen to it so yeah he's he's gonna that's gonna go down mate are, are you gonna break him in easy is, is, it, is it gonna be someone kind of relatively commercial or someone who's like proper underground <laughs> no nah, let's just take him all the way straight to ofb <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> why not I've seen that your feet have a following on oh social God. media. Ah, Talk to mate. us about this. What's going on? The thing is, I don't really get it either because my feet is size 6.5 and a 7 in the heel. So it's not like they're cute and tiny. And also I have like, I'm sorry to say, I've got a bent tie. I've got a really bent big tie. What one is it on? It's on the left side, yeah. It's on the left right. side. No, it's on the right side. It's on the right side. So you have a bent toe. Yeah. Your feet are quite big, but they have a following on social media. I had a wiki feet before I had a Wikipedia. Are you serious? <laughs> no, yeah. So when did this when did this start? I don't know. I actually don't know. I think it's been going on for a couple of years now. But basically, the wiki feet thing is people will upload pictures of my feet. So if I've been like out and I'm wearing a heel, they'll upload that picture. If I'm in a swimming pool or something, they'll upload that. But then also if I post on my stories, like just got my toes done, then there'll be like crop shots of them. I put up a, um, a video of my makeup artist room like putting cream on my legs that went up there as well and then people can vote on your feet so there are a couple of people who vote and say my feet's ugly though so it is what it is you know what i mean wow okay. yeah you can't please everyone <laughs> i didn't i didn't know it was that deep <laughs> yeah they they can rate your feet so it's like beautiful excellent good okay bad ugly all right so so when did you find out about this what like were you at home did someone message you and go like snooch your feet are online people are rating your toes 
Like, how did you hear about yeah. this and when did you hear about Because I didn't know WikiFee was a thing. Like, big up to everyone that's into what they're into. Everyone has their own fetishes. Me personally, like, feet, I'm not really trying to put a guy's foot in my mouth. It's just not something. Maybe as a laugh. <laughs> Maybe as a joke. As a dick. But not in, like, a sexual way for me personally. Um, not sure if he'd even want that. But, yeah, someone had DM'd me and sent me the link to the WikiFeet page. And I think, like, every day, well, yeah, every day I get messages. And uh, he just messages me every day without foul and says, I really like your feet so much. I really like your feet so much. I want to be with you and your feet. I like your feet. So, yeah. And, and that's it. Just, I like your feet. Yeah. Have you had any requests about your feet, like related to your feet? Yeah, I've had people request asking me to stand on them. Um, not really sure how. <laughs> See, I would stand on. I'd stand on that person I, if you if you want me to stand on you. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm, I'm also do. quite heavy. Like I'm really like 80, 84 kg as well, and I'm tall. But they've asked for you to it do it. True. Surely, just... it is true. So there's the standing thing. Um, right. There's foot masturbation as well which is a thing wow yeah <laughs> yeah okay. that's wild and then i've also had people actually messaging about fart fetishes so maybe these are the people that i should actually be dming back but you've only got yourself to blame for yeah, that one it is Snooch. true it is true that's that's your icebreaker <laughs> exactly literally but the foot thing's wild are you into feet you know what my my thing with feet is interesting because i'm not with me i quite like a, an amazing uh, a well pedicured foot so if your foot looks glorious mm -hmm. i'm fully involved but if you've got cotton on the cob i don't want to see it <laughs> oh, no. cover it up i don't want to see it. if you've got that dry you know that dry back oh yeah if you you need to moisturize it however if you do have a nice foot oh, there's something about a nice foot that i do enjoy yeah do you ever get any other like interesting requests in your dms because i imagine your dms are on fire Snooch. yeah uh they are a crazy place i think the wildest one i ever received was sit in a sit on a bottle of champagne and make it pop and i'll drink out your arse yeah that was one of the wildest ones and that actually also came in whilst i was on radio as well so um yeah i think for me <laughs> That's probably the craziest one I've ever seen. But a lot of them, I make a laugh out of them. I just think they're funny. Like, I just I just think they're hilarious, to be honest. Me, personally, I don't understand how the physics of that would work. But, yeah. <laughs> but, Snooch, have you ever dated anyone with uh, a fetish of any kind? I... Ooh, okay. So, well, one of them I definitely can't say. So, we'll just... Because <laughs> he's crazy. Um, I had a guy that... Okay, so I went on one date with a guy that definitely did have a fetish, but I, it never got there because I was so freaked out by him that I was like, see you around, goodbye. And then I had another one that used to compare me to like vegetables or food. What, what do you mean? Like, how did he compare you to What did he say? Like the things that he would say. So it would be like, I want to make you cry like an onion or something like that. And then he'd go off about it. <laughs> so it would be like that. And at first I was like, okay, that's, that's weird anyway. Right. But then they kept on, like, things like that kept on repeating as well. I'm going to spank you so hard you're red like a tomato. Like, so <laughs> things like that for me is, yeah. So he was... Um, so it was like sexy talk with, with, with vegetables. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> oh, you're just so damn hot like that pepper I had yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want to use to bang his head against the wall. Sorry, I used to bang his head against the wall. What, during or...? Just like, you know, if I was in my underwear and stuff or whatever, he'd just start banging his head against the wall, be like, Jesus Christ! So that was weird as well. So, you know what I mean? It was time to go. <laughs> <laughs> On my script, it says, 
is there anything that would put you off? But I feel like you've already given me the answers here. Do you know what? I did go on a date once before. This doesn't lead to anything sexual or whatever, but I went on a date once before with a guy from America and he had DM'd me, he'd seen one of my boiler rooms. He was like, yo man, like I really want to take you out on a date. Like, let's go, y'all. So I was like, yeah, cool, why not? Like, he's kind of lit. So I'll go. Went on the date now and... He was very nervous, and I think nerves is fine. This is probably one of them when I should have fighted, but his nerves were so nervous that it was making me very nervous as well. Right. He was shaking. He nearly dropped the food over me um, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he ordered so many bottles in the restaurant because he was like, I'm just trying to drink for the nerves, man. Um, then he mentioned about music, and he was asking me, like, really weird questions and stuff. Anyway, the next part was... He was just shaking, shaking, shaking. And then I was noticing that there were some guys walking into the uh, restaurant or whatever. And like, he was like laughing. So I was like, oh my God, do you know them? <laughs> and he was like, oh, this is so embarrassing, man. But like, I just don't know what to say to you. So what's going to happen is they're, they're my boys. So they're going to sit on the table behind us and they're going to hold up signs to help me. No, no, yeah. no. Are you, ser yeah. are you serious? I, said, I swear on my mum's life. He said they're going to hold up signs on the table behind him to help guide him with the conversation. After that, we still went out anyway. I went out of him another two times. <laughs> another two times? <laughs> yeah, I actually can't believe it. That's a great story, Snooch. Uh, which leads me on to the next section of the podcast. It's called... Melvin's Dance O'Doom! <laughs> now, this is where I talk about my dating dilemmas or disasters, and we just discuss them. Um, now, I'd like to stress to anyone listening right now who may have heard some of the previous episodes, these are real stories. I'm not making up anything. There's no extra relish. These things have really happened to me. Now, this story I'm calling Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh, now, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> no, where are we going? No. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're about to find out. Now, a little while ago... Um, me and Ricky were we were going out and there was a girl that I was speaking to who lived in the country. She lived like out there, quite far out. And she was like, look, I'd love to come out to London with you. But, you know, I've, I've never been before. It'd be cool to go clubbing. I'll come with one of my girls. So I called up Ricks, uh, who you know, who I do the radio show Live Lounge with at Radio One. We went down to like a club on Kingley Street. And Ricky's very, very chilled and very, very relaxed. He's off doing his thing. And I thought, let me impress her. So we got in VIP. She's there with her friends. I'm getting, like, drinks and all this stuff. And then all you hear in the corner of the club is screaming. Mm -hmm. The music stops. And there's a guy holding a gun oh on the dance what? floor, right? Oh People start running around. Sorry, where are you again? It's, I can't say the name of the club because I know the guy who owns it. So I can't oh say the name of the club, right? Yeah. People oh are God. running around. People are screaming. I see the two girls that I've invited. They are crying their eyes out, right? So I jump on top of the girls to try and protect them from, <laughs> from the gun. <laughs> like, um, Kiefer Sutherland oh from 24. Oh, my God, it's James Bond. <laughs> James Bond in the house, right? <laughs> and this guy is, like, literally, like, I don't know what he's doing. So I say to the girls, look, you see that corner over there? There is a fire exit. I'm going to count to three. And once I give you the signal, we're going to run out that door. So I grab them by the hands, both hands. I say, let's go. So we run. We get to the fire exit. We turn around. Who's behind us? The guy with the gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? No. Because <laughs> he's thinking that's the escape plan as well. So he's trying to get, trying to get out of the club as well. Oh, God. He runs out. 
They completely freeze. I'm frozen as well. We finally get outside. Ricky's outside, chill, because he's from South London. He don't even care. He's yeah. got his scarf on. He's like, we're going to the next club. These girls... Ricky still wants to go raving. Ricky's He didn't even care. He, I don't think he even flinched, right? Oh my so God. the two girls are literally shaking. They're crying their eyes out. They're like, we've never been to a club in London before. This is the worst experience. I'm, I'm just constantly apologising. I say, look, let me book you a cab. I end up like paying for a cab from central London to the countryside. I never oh saw God. these girls again. They jump in the cab. They go. Ricky comes up to me like a few hours later. He goes, oh, Melvin, I found out from the owner it wasn't even a real gun. It was a replica. What? Oh, yeah. my. <laughs> so no, what? <laughs> It was the most embarrassing situation. And I just remember feeling so bad. And I think I probably scared. I don't think those girls have come to London since. I doubt they would ever come to London. Yeah, it was next level. It's just you <laughs> jumping on top of them going on the count of three to the fire exit. Let's go. And then he's right there as well. That is hilarious. Oh so God. I want to find out from you, Snooch. Like, would you have found that embarrassing? How would you have reacted in a situation like that? If I was on the date or if I invited them? If you... So let's say you invited a guy out to a hot club in London. He's never been to London before. And he's he's completely freaked out. Someone has a firearm in the venue. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's blaming you, essentially. The, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to think and dissect where do I start here. Do you know what? I wouldn't actually... You are way better than me because, unfortunately, I wouldn't have the... Um, the, the mental strength to be thinking about the guy <laughs> at that point. For me personally, I'm out. Where's my cat? Trying to get back home and find Magnum. Like, we're all on our own now. So he is just going to have to go and try and escape on his own because I wouldn't even be thinking about coming out of a plan with him. I would really just be rolling and ducking on the floor, like trying to escape and stuff. The Uber wouldn't have even crossed my mind as well. Really? No, because I would have been trying to think about how I'm going away. And just, <laughs> I would have been wait. running all the way home. I wouldn't even be sitting around waiting for an Uber. I would have run all the way home as well. I don't care if it was 20 miles. <laughs> I'm running. <laughs> if you were my date, would you have thought that me jumping on you to protect you would have been sweet? Or would you have said, oh, that's too much. Get off me. How oh, I my God. No, 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 no. See, now it's the opposite here. Because if I was on a date and that happened, I would definitely expect you to jump on top of me and to <laughs> run me to the fire exit because I will be shook. But then again, it might be like, I might just be too shook that I'll just start. You wouldn't even know where I am. Do you think that people generally like to feel protected by their partners? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think when I was single and stuff, I'd be a little bit like, oh, yeah, like, you know, independent and all that. I can do what I want. Don't need no man. Fuck that. But now I'm a bit more like, well, yeah, I can still be, like, independent and have my own stuff going on. But at the same time, I do like to feel protected and looked after by a guy as well. So I think that's definitely a good thing. And I think that is... Um, not a lot of people would do that, mate. Yeah, do you know what? It's just uh, it's just the instinct kicked in, Snooch, and the hero in me just came out. So wait, where was Ricky at this time? Do you know what he said to me? What? I was had these girls underneath me. I was on top of them. And you know what he said to me? Melvin, pass me my scarf, please. Oh, my. No. <laughs> he, he literally... No, I'm actually done. He didn't care. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, Snooch, you're obviously a DJ and a good DJ at that. Do you think that music taste is important when dating someone or does it not matter to you? I think it can be a plus because sometimes, especially if you're on a date or whatever and you don't have anything to talk about because you're first getting to know someone, then you can actually like have music taste in common as well. But I also like it when people don't have the same music taste as me as well because I like loads of different stuff and I like them to like you know, show me about different artists and stuff. So I didn't really used to listen to a lot of American music. Now I listen to like Little Baby and Gunner and stuff quite a lot and Little Dirk. But I used to be an emo back in the day. So I'm pretty like, okay. Like if you want to listen to rock, I'm very much ready to go to a rock rave with you. Really? Jack Saunders knows about this. Not that me and Jack Saunders have gone on a date. No, but you work <laughs> together at MTV and you, you know, you do similar shifts. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't mind. What about you? Do you think that it needs to, what do you think? I, I personally feel like I have to have similar tastes, not exactly the same, yeah. because of I like to have music in areas where I'm comfortable. So, for example, perfect example is in the car. I remember dating someone and they're playing around with my radio and putting on Taylor Swift. I don't want to hear Taylor Swift oh, yeah, in my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. my car. My rule is if it's my car and I'm driving, don't touch my music, please. I'm like, um, basically, I'm like my guy from Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Tucker, do not touch a black man's radio. Yeah. Please don't touch my radio. Leave my radio alone. In areas like that, I, I personally do not like anyone touching my music and I like certain genres. But I'm, I'm a little bit like you. I appreciate all music. Rock music, I don't mind. But thrash metal, anything where it sounds like the devil's in a tune, I can't personally listen to. I see. I don't mind that either. I can do that. And I remember one time because when I went like... Well, I wasn't emo. I was a scene kid. That's what it was called. And I remember I was listening to like proper... I think it was Glamour for Better, and they're quite screamo as well. And my mum came in my room one day. I'd still be listening to Bashy Chubba Chups mixtape as well, but switch it up a bit. So yeah, it was Glamour for Better. I think the song was called Architects of Disco. And I remember my mum just opened the door one time and goes, turn this fucking screaming shit off! <laughs> You're not my daughter! <laughs> Whatever, so there was that. But I draw the line at techno. I can't... I just, like... Do you know what it is? For me, it's just like... I don't mind something in small doses, but if you are a techno head, I think for me, it's just not going to work. Is there anything that a guy could put on that would make you think, I would marry this guy tomorrow? I would actually say, just if he has the same appreciation of love that I have for like gigs, well, it's got to be that 100%. Because obviously like when I get married one day, like gigs is going to have to perform at my wedding and probably six, <laughs> six, seven as well, 100%, they'll be there. So talking the hardest as like the, oh my the first god! I mean, I always wanted to actually walk down the aisle to that, but now I've kind of thought that's a bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, okay, it's a bit too far. And then my husband might be sitting there thinking, does she does she actually just want to marry Gig? So then, yeah, that might be too far. But then also, like, I like it when a guy can just just listen to whatever. I think one of the best dates that I ever went on was when I went to a festival with a guy and it was one of our first dates and we just went to loads of different tents with loads of different music playing and we just had the time of our lives and I think that kind of actually cemented our, like, relationship or whatever. Was that a first date, Snooch? Um, we had, like, the first date, which was dinner and I vomited over him. <laughs> okay. And you said no. <laughs> what, like, I mean, couldn't you aim it somewhere? How did you throw up on it? No, because you know what it is? We didn't actually end up having dinner. We just started drinking. And then I don't vomit as well. Everyone knows I'm a heavyweight champion. But I vomited over him. And I think it was because we was in one of them, what they're called, rickshaws. Yeah, yeah. With the music. Dun, 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 dun. And it was just <laughs> way too much. I vomited over him and then uh, revived myself. And then he dropped me home. And then two hours later, I was going to a festival. And he came with me. 
<laughs> okay. You know what? I've never been to a festival for a date. Yeah. Like, I think that's a, good, a great shout, though. It was actually sick. It was the first time I ever did it, but I definitely think that, like, cemented how we got to know each other. Just because it was so much different music playing as well. And also, I liked the fact that he just listened to everything. He didn't really care. And vibes. Yeah. You're listening to Melvin Meeks' Match, brought to you by Tinder. Going to a festival this summer? We'll turn on festival mode to meet live music lovers just like you. All right, well, Snooch, staying on the vibe of music, um, you're going to help me create my soundtrack for my next date night, right? Okay. So let's imagine I'm at home getting ready. What tune will put me in the mindset for this date? At home getting ready. Mm. Gigs talking the hardest, let's be serious now. So we're just <laughs> okay. going to go straight there. Like, come on, you've got the energy. You need that energy to go there. All right. Well, I've, I've booked the Uber now. Okay, booking and the Uber. And I've picked up my date and we're in the car. Mm-hmm. What tune... Did I tell the driver to put on to impress my date? <sighs> to impress the date. Now, I would definitely say slow jams for me would be a red flag at that point because it's okay, just it's too, yeah, early yeah, it's it's too, too early. early for slow jams. Now, me personally, I would go for. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why not fling on a bit of City Girls? But then, if that's too far, then what we could do is a little City bit girl. of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every girl appreciates City Girls, right? But then I think, okay, cool, that might be a bit too much. So then, what we could do is go for like a collaboration. So then, let's switch it to Megan The Stallion and Juicy J. Big up to Juicy J each and every time. If I met him, I would literally pass out. Megan The Stallion and Juicy J, three point stance. Okay. Because then it's like it's like bad bitch, but then it's just like. Yeah, I also know what's going on as well. So it just fits you both perfectly. Do you know what I mean? All right, fair enough. So date's gone well. And she says, look, let's go back to yours. We've gone into, we've stepped into the house now. What tune do I put on to, you know, get us into the mood? (sighs) Now, now I really do feel like at this point, this is where a slow jam should be on. But me personally, I always put on old school grime. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? What, like, P's and Q's, Kate? One what? of the worst things I ever did, right? And this is not this guy. It's one of the worst things that I ever did. And actually, big up to him each and every time. Like, he's, yeah. Um, I had a massive crush on him. And anyway, he came to my house for the first time. And I remember, and I was like, let's do a crime back to back, man. Let's do a crime battle, man. Channel U days. And he was sitting there, he was like, okay. So he was going back and to back. And you did a clash, a, a crime clash with him. Yeah. And then I remember I put on one of the songs that's from South London. It's P2J Project, Hands in the Air. I remember I put that on and it's a six minute song, but I know it off by heart. So I was going, oh, younger drama, you don't want to mess because I leave that brother in out. Like I was singing the whole six minute song and I swear to God, no word of a lie, I realised like five minutes into it, he was sat on the chair and he was like this. <laughs> petrified <laughs> petrified and then I didn't see him for a week after that I didn't hear him. <laughs> a week later I still had no word from him so that was oh that really God. but I would actually just say a bit whatever it is you're into because at the end of the day like what is your favourite song because for me personally grime I'm never going to change that I'm going to do that you know what I used to love I used to love a good like I'm a, a proper classic Slow jam lover. Right. So I'm talking, I'm going straight to Jodeci. I'm not even like... Jodeci. I'm okay. not even messing with Usher. I'm going all the way back to Jodeci. Okay. But I found when I've spoken to my female friends about this, they think it's quite cheesy to play a slow jam now. It's not like the, the done thing to do. Do you know what it is? For me, I just can't take slow jam seriously. Like I, <laughs> like I love Usher and that, but I just can't. Like seduction, that's a banger. Do you know what I mean? But I just could not hear that. I need to hear like... 
grime <laughs> at that point. That's why I need to hear. I don't want to hear no drill at that point. I don't want to hear nothing. I just need to hear some old school grime channel you days. But I feel like we can maybe do, if we're going to do like a slow jam, maybe we can bring it up a little bit to like the weekend trilogy vibes because that's like slow, but also like, like the party after the party. So you're making love to grime. That's oh. a very ag- <laughs> aggressive, it's a very aggressive genre oh, of music. To be fair, that has happened before as well, yeah. I just have random playlists that get flung on. I don't think it's, it matters anyway. It's just about like, you know, the vibe. <laughs> the vibe. Do you know what's funny? Like, Snoochie, do you remember ages ago when your um, Spotify accounts used to be linked to your Facebook? Yes. So anytime you did a playlist, yeah. it will come up on your Facebook. Yeah. So I had a I had a playlist on there called the sex list or the love something, the love, I can't remember. Yeah. But it was like my sex playlist. So anytime I played it, people were like, oh, did you get lucky last night, oh Mo? Oh, my God. And sometimes, because I listen to slow jams in the gym. I listen to slow jam, wow. or if I'm like, yeah, I just I don't know why, because I know it sounds weird because the tempo, but I just like to, if I'm in the gym, I just want to hear music I like. It doesn't yeah. have to be a certain tempo. So everyone used to think anytime I played that playlist, I was in the bedroom doing my thing. Okay, but really, you was in the gym. Both exercise anyway, do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's yeah. all good. Still burning those calories. Yeah. And finally, you know, we've had several dates. It's a fully blown relationship now. What is my wedding song? What is your wedding song? Oh my God. Well, for me, my wedding song, I actually already have the um, playlist here, by the way. Um, But this is only for one of the, not that I'm engaged, but I will be, you know, manifestation for the nation. Um, This is because when I do get married, I'm going to have three floors. um, Sorry, three rooms. One's going to be the basement room. Yes, one's going to be the bashment room. That's where Shani B will be. Big up to Shani B. And then the other one, they'll be like, you know, UK rap, grime, drill, all of that. And then the other one's actually going to be like old school house, I'm a piano, all of that stuff. So that's going to be going on over there. Amazing. Um, but yeah, and sorry, we're going to mix that one up with the floor fillers, which is the playlist I already have sorted, floor filler bangers as well. Have you planned your wedding? Yeah, I've already planned it. And Kenny Allstar is going to be the vicar. <laughs> I've already asked him. I've already asked him. So that's going to be going down over there. That's going to be going on. Do you know what? I might go for a bit of Fat Boy Slim, you know? Like, Fat Boy Slim for me is just like right here, right now. And then it was like, yeah, we're all right here. We're, we're married now. Okay? Your wedding. I mean, I just hope I get the invite. Oh, you would definitely be coming. You'd definitely be coming. But for me, I feel like you'd be like on the. What's that song? Let's get married. Is it that song? <laughs> Jagged Edge. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's your vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jagged Edge. My vibe would be um, like a Maxwell or DeAngelo. What, like this woman's work? Yeah. What, yeah, for yeah, the first... Yeah. Are you talking about first dance? No, not first dance. For oh. first dance, it would be um, something like... Um, Luther Vandross, so amazing. So amazing. Wow, okay. See, me and my husband, we're going to do break dancing. <laughs> we're going to start off with a slow dance and then it's going to go... That's what's going to happen. Say 100%. Can't wait. All right, so Snoochie, we've got a story here from one of our listeners and it actually uh, fits in with what we were just talking about. So it's um, from one someone who says, I was quite young, about 1920, and a guy was taking me to one of his favourite places. It turned out to be a car park and he starts singing Maxwell, A Woman's Worth to Me. <laughs> Oh, no, girl. He said that he loved the acoustics and carried on singing. It's safe to say that I never saw him again. Now, 
Um, this person actually messaged me on social media and I, I was so flabbergasted by this message. I asked, like, did you sit there for the whole song? And, and they were like, they were so embarrassed for this dude. Oh. And he was putting his heart and soul into it <laughs> that they sat through the whole song and just in silence listened oh, to him sing. Oh, my God. Anything like that ever happened to you, Snooch? I've had people rap to me, but I feel like rapping is <laughs> so much more better than that. <laughs> like, 100%. What, on dates? I could have, yeah, 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 yeah. We won't get into that, but yeah, I've had people definitely rap to me on dates, but that there is literally, I feel like that would be my worst nightmare. I mean, I know you love the song and I think the song is great as well, but you wouldn't do that, would you? No, I wouldn't do that. And, and also, Maxwell is probably one of the best singers in the world. You're, you're never going to be able to do him justice. That's like trying to sing a Whitney Houston tune. Just leave it alone. I'm just trying to think how he got that high pitch. Like, that is a very hard song to sing. So, oh my God, it must have been hell. And the thing is, I completely agree with her because it's just like, if that happens, what can you do? You can't walk out midway through. You actually have to sit there. <laughs> He's taken you to a car park. He said the acoustics were correct in that car park. Oh my God, the I only... even missed that part. Sorry, I was so <laughs> yeah, caught on he... the car park. He said the acoustics makes it... Yeah, no, goodbye. <laughs> no way, I couldn't even deal. Snooch, I think we could share stories all day long. I think we've probably had a similar amount of dilemmas and disasters. Nothing stopping the gun. Dating. Yeah, yeah, I think I think gun wins. Yeah, gun, gun in the club wins, definitely. A hundred percent. Well, Snooch, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, thank you. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast. And you know what time it is. This week, I've learned if you're looking for an icebreaker, why not just break wind? Works for Snoochie. Some people are into feet, some people are into vegetables, and some people like to drink champagne from strange places. I think all of these are okay. You do you. And I've also learned about wiki feet. Who knew? Next week on the podcast, we're joined by ZZ Mills, who gives me some advice on what to do when the conversation runs dry. I was at this event the other day, and honestly, it was really hard, quite quite hard to like strike up conversation. And I just went straight for the COVID conversation, and it worked. We were there what? talking for about 30 minutes about COVID, and it was brilliant. <laughs> right. I'm off to a drill show with Snoochie and Ian Bill. Make sure you hit that follow button and I'll see you next week. <laughs>